a group of people maybe like yourselves and he is sharing a message with them and he starts saying this he says watch out say watch out how many know that a lot of people a lot of young people in our community and people in general need to hear the words of jesus saying watch out say watch out in other words he's saying be careful watch out and he says here watch out for false prophets they come to you in sheep's clothing but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. Jesus is wanting to inform us today that we are to be careful with people who, who present themselves in a certain way, but are not actually that way on the inside. Everybody, anybody ever had a, a situation like that? Um, every time that somebody comes to my door, ding dong, they're nicely dressed, and I open up the door, my front, my front door, and they, they're nicely dressed, what is the thought that I have when I open up the door? If I don't know who they are, if I'm not expecting them, they don't have a clear marking on them of who they represent, if they're, if they're dressed up and they're trying to present themselves well, have a big smile when I, when I answer, what is the thought? What do you think they're trying to do, probably? They're trying to sell you something, right? They're trying to, they, they have something on the outside that they're presenting to you, to me, but there's a, a motive, there's a, there's, a, there's a motivation behind it. Some years ago, I had a, a friend who, who uh, asked me to be part of, of a particular kind of business. And I didn't really know what it was going to be like. But when he told me about it, the business, in, in essence, was he didn't want to hang out with me. He didn't want to talk with me about just general life. He wanted me to buy something. He wanted me to be a part of a business. So I originally thought he was just wanting to be a friend and talk with me. But then I found out he actually wanted to sell me something. You ever had that feeling before? Where you, you think, oh, hey, this guy, is, he just wants to know who I am. That's why it's so important, you guys. And as a church, and this is not part of your notes, but as a church, we are to love the people in our community and the people that we see wherever in our daily lives because God loves them and they are worthy of God's love. Amen? Not because we want them well, you, to come to church or not because of this. No, 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 no. Before all of that, yes, we want to have a relationship. Yes, we want to bless them. Yes, we want them to hear the life-changing message of the gospel. But every single human person is worthy of the love of God. Here's the first feeling. Jesus warns us to be careful with people who falsely claim they speak for God. Be careful with people who falsely claim they speak for God. I used to play basketball, and growing up, there were some people that would talk a good game, but then you would go out into the court, and you would say, wait, wait a second, where's, where's the game that you were talking about, right? There's a, a, a video that a friend of mine uh, sent me, and the, 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 the caption on the video was, every one of us has a friend who thinks they're Michael Jordan, but they actually play like this. And you can imagine it was not a pretty sight. The guy was trying to play basketball, but he thought he was awesome. We, we think we're something on the outside, but inside. Jesus says, be careful with false prophets. False prophets, people who falsely claim they speak for God. This is an interesting thing that Jesus says. He, he wants us to discern, say discernment. He wants followers of his to be discerning. Not everything that everyone says is true. Can I get an amen? Just because you love them or they did something nice to you or for you, it doesn't mean that what they're speaking comes from God. 
Whenever you hear me speak here, one of the reasons why we use scriptures, and I encourage you, there are Bibles back there because we want you not just to take our word for it, but to check everything that we say with the word of God. And Jesus says, watch out, say watch out. You and I have to be careful, listen, with what we consume, what we allow to have our heart. Jesus warns us to be careful with people who falsely claim they speak for God. He goes on, he says, by their fruit, you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? In other words, what Jesus is saying here, that the fruit must match whatever tree it is. Anybody ever go apple picking or blueberry picking? I, I did it once. Praise God. It was very exciting. Yeah, I would like to do it some other time again. But when you go and pick apples, you expect that when you pick that apple, you're picking that apple from a apple tree. I know that's amazing. You say, Pastor, well, that's obvious. Jesus wanted the crowd to understand. Listen, you don't pick grapes from thorn bushes. You don't pick figs from thistles. By their fruit, you will recognize them. Say, by their fruit, you will recognize them. In other words, I know that it's an apple tree because the fruit that comes out of that tree is an apple. I know it is a pear tree because the fruit that comes out is a pear. Jesus says, by their fruit. Do you know that people have fruit too? Some people have fruit. They, they produce something out of their lives. Some of it is good. Some of it is not so good. But we all produce fruit. Say fruit. Jesus says, listen, whenever somebody tries to tell you something or speak on behalf of God, Here's how you can recognize if they're the real deal or not the real deal. Jesus says, by their fruit, what comes out of their lives, their, their produce, that's how you can recognize it. If the apple is hanging from the tree, we know it's an apple tree. Jesus helps us. Here's the next villain. By reminding us that the fruit always matches its tree. Jesus helps us by reminding us that the fruit always matches. It's got to match the tree. And then Jesus goes on and says, Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit. But a bad tree bears what kind of fruit? Bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit. And a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. And, and Gilo, if you can put a picture up there of, a, of the good fruit that we have there. Every tree, every good tree bears good fruit. Every good free, a tree bears good fruit. A good tree cannot, say cannot. It is not possible for a good tree, a healthy, strong tree, to produce bad fruit. Because it's healthy, it's strong, everything is right. If the fruit is bad... What do you do? You have to check the tree. I remember hearing somebody who was just starting to um, plant apple trees, and I guess it takes a long time for those kind of trees. I know nothing about gardens or growing any kind of plants. If you gift me any kind of plant and it's in my own responsibility, it may not live for very long. Amen? Uh, that's just, uh, that's not my gifting. But this particular person was trying to dab into growing apple trees. And they were saying they had got some, some bad apples. And they didn't say, well, here's a bad apple. Let me try to fix the apple. No. When the bad apple came out, they were trying to figure out if they can do something to make the tree healthy. Here's the next villain. Jesus teaches us that the key to good fruit 
is the condition of the tree. The key to having good fruit is, uh, from that tree is the condition of the tree. Let me ask you this morning. What is the condition of your heart this morning? There are some times where we need God to transform us. We speak about baptism. We speak about the work of the Spirit. The reason why you and I need God, His Word, His healing touch, is because there's something inside of us that is naturally, by default, that wants to go against the things of God. I was teaching the two young men that were baptized, and we were talking about how sin, in essence, is us wanting to be the boss instead of allowing God to be the boss. That's what sin, in essence, is. And the condition of our lives has to be transformed by God. Jesus teaches us that if you and I want good fruit, the key is the condition of our hearts, the condition of the tree. Jesus then says some very strong words. He says, every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Now, those are, those are tough words, and I, I know I say this every once in a while, there are some, I just want you to know that even as me as a pastor, there are some words, there are some verses that make me cringe when I read them from the Bible. And I just want you to know that I've put my faith in Christ, and some of you have as well. And because I put my faith in God, when I approach the Bible, when I approach the scriptures, I say, God, I put my trust in you. And whatever it is that you have to say from the scriptures, help me to understand it. Help me to get clarity on it. But whatever it is, I'm going to trust your word because I'm going to trust you. Amen. And so even when the word of God says something that is like, oh, my goodness, those are tough words. I still say, God, help me to understand them and help me to heed the warnings that you are calling us to heed. Watch out. He says, every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. In other words, here's the thing. You and I don't have an option whether we want to produce good fruit or not. We must produce fruit. Say, must produce. We must produce because God has a calling on your lives. God has something that he, you were born to do something in this world. You were born to produce good fruit. But listen, there's another passage in the Bible, you're probably familiar with it, that says, Jesus says, I am the vine and you are the branches. Jesus is the vine, and we are the branches. If we stay connected to Jesus, somehow the branches produce good fruit. Are you with me? But the problem is that sometimes we want to be our own branch. I don't need that vine, right? You ever seen a branch? Well, Sarah, my daughter, and my son, and our family was, were walking uh, yesterday around the neighborhood. She loves to go around and, and grab sticks from anywhere where she finds them. Bless the Lord. I said, Sarah, please, you know, not that. Don't grab that one. Okay, that one looks okay. But how many know that it, you can never expect one of those branches that are outside of the connection of the tree or the branch, they could never bear fruit. And so just in the same way, you and I, the only way that you, can, you and I will ever bear the fruit that God's calling us to bear is to stay connected with the vine. Jesus tells us, here's the next feeling, that there are real consequences for the kind of fruit we produce. Jesus tells us that there are real consequences for the kind of fruit we produce. In other words, Jesus is saying, this matters. 
Why should we listen to Jesus? He was a perfect man without sin. None of the inhibitions that you and I have. He wasn't scared. He wasn't afraid. He wasn't insecure. He was a man's man. He knew exactly who he was, but he was also the son of God. He had God's perspective. And so he's the one that speaks to you and to me today and say, I want you to bear good fruit. Be careful with false prophets, people who speak uh, something, but their motives are not there. They, they are wolves clothed in sheep. Be careful. So that's called discernment. Say discernment. I want you to be careful, but it also speaks to us and say, God, what kind of tree are we? How are we influencing this world? We want, we want good fruit to come out of our lives. And then Jesus says, finally, thus by their fruit, you will recognize them. By their fruit, you will recognize them. This is interesting because a few verses before, we read a passage of scripture where Jesus says, do not judge, right? And if you judge someone really harshly, um, you will be judged as well. So what does that mean? How can we not judge but still be, you know, recognize people by their fruit? Uh, I heard an old preacher say this one time. It was very helpful to me. And here's the deal. I cannot go out and see Matt and make a judgment about his heart just by looking at him. I cannot go and see, look at Rosemary and say, oh, that, th this is the way that she is. Somebody can't look at me and say, oh, this is how Lewis is. No, we can't judge that way. You have to be careful. Say, do not judge. But Jesus does say, watch out and be, and, and, and if you will, judge fruit. So stay with me. You're not supposed to judge somebody's heart, but you can judge, make a determination, whether it's good or bad about their fruit. Are you with me? Say, fruit matters. Jesus gives us the key to discernment. That's the next fill-in. Jesus gives us the key to discernment. I know it's a big word, but it's a good word, discernment. Discernment is, is this good, what's happening? Is this bad, what's going on? It's discernment. The title of today's message is, The Fruit Reveals the Truth. In the people that are speaking into your lives, what kind of fruit do they have? Is there someone in your life who is speaking to you, who you're being influenced by, but their fruit, what comes out of their life, has nothing to do with the ways of God? Be careful. Watch out. And then for us, God, would you help us to be healthy trees that produce good fruit? What are some of those good fruit? It's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. You can't be a follower of Jesus connected to the Spirit of God and be angry and depressed all the time. Are you with me? Now, I'm not talking about seasons. Say seasons. We all go through seasons when we're down, when we're, when we're frustrated, whatever. I'm not talking about that. But as followers of Jesus, we cannot stay there because the fruit of God is love, joy, peace, peace patience, kindness, self-control, gentleness. The fruit reveals the truth. Here's the next steps, and I'll finish with this. Get to know God. He will transform you into a good tree that bears good fruit. Get to know him. Get close to him. Remember, the vine and the branches. If you stay close to, to the vine, it's a good thing. You'll start bearing good fruit. Next one, get to know God. He will give you discernment through his word. Oh, this is powerful. I don't have time to go into this today, but listen, the word of God helps us discern. It's a good question to ask. Whatever the, the question is, what does the Bible say about this? It's a great question to ask. And finally, get to know God. He will help you 
help others know him. Get to know God. He will help you help others to know him. Amen? So that other people that you influence can start getting plugged into the vine and bearing good fruit. In Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you that you are faithful. I thank you that you can transform us. And I thank you, God, for the work that you're already doing inside of us. Help us to be good, fruitful trees. Help us to discern who is speaking into our lives, to discern. Father, there are some here who are pattering their, uh, their, 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 the pattern for their lives is from someone on TV or a musician or a person that, that has no fruit for God. I pray right now that you would open up blind eyes for discernment in Jesus' name. We want to live for fruit, fruit that will last into eternity. And we thank you, Jesus, that you gave your life so that we could follow you. We are the good fruit that follows your sacrifice on the cross for us. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God.